When the days were completed for their purification, according to the law of Moses, Mary and Joseph took Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in the sight of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory for your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be contradicted. And you yourself, a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow, until she was 84. She never left the temple but worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at the very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of, Israel, of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, today we celebrate this feast of the presentation of the Lord in the temple. And following the tradition of the church, it's also a day in which we bless candles for the coming year.
Because a candle is a symbol of Jesus, the light that's come into the darkness. The light that comes into the darkness, the light that brings us safety, the light that brings us security, the light that brings us warmth, the light that comforts us. And as I was reflecting on that, the, the power of that symbol may not quite have as much significance to us in the modern world because we have light all the time, right? Like we can just turn on the lights when it's dark outside or when it's dark in our house. Or when I was a kid and I was afraid and I remember having nightmares and my dad would come up and turn on the light and then everything would be okay. But I remember being in the military and being on really long field exercises and, and kind of being up all night pulling watch. And we would just like wait and wait and wait in anticipation of the sun coming up. Because as soon as the sun came up, then we could kind of see what was going on around us. We would be comforted because it was really cold. And every single morning, it was a significant moment. And we bless those candles on this Feast of the Presentation because it was this significant moment in the introduction to the Mass today. We, the introductory prayers talk about how Mary and Joseph brought Jesus to the temple in order to fulfill the prescriptions of the law, but really the Lord was coming to meet his people who had been waiting for him. It was this moment that fulfilled what the prophet Malachi talks about when he says, Suddenly there will come to the temple the Lord whom you seek. Suddenly there will come to the temple the Lord whom you seek. And the faithful people of Israel held on to these words of the prophet Malachi for years and years and years and years and years and generations and generations. Knowing that the Lord is going to come to the temple. And in the gospel reading, we hear this story of Simeon and Anna. And Simeon had been waiting for this moment in which the Lord would come to the temple. And it says it was revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die until that moment in which he encounters the Messiah. Sort of putting myself in his shoes. One narrative might be that at age 70, the Holy Spirit came to him and said, you're going to encounter the Messiah. And then like pretty soon thereafter, he encountered the Messiah. But probably... It was in his youth.
And he was waiting and expecting and waiting and expecting, but he had to persevere in that hope that what the Lord said would be fulfilled, that what the Spirit revealed to him would be fulfilled. It says about Anna that she stayed with her husband for seven years after he was married, and then she was widowed, and she remained a widow for a very long time after, until she was 84. And there's this extended period of waiting and persevering in hope that the Lord is going to fulfill his promises. And so this Feast of the Presentation is this day on which the Lord fulfilled his promise, that the the promise of the Holy Spirit was fulfilled for these two people in particular and for the people of Israel in general. And so the candles that we bless and the candles that we burn in our devotional lives are a symbol that that promise will be fulfilled, that that hope will be fulfilled. And everything that we hear about in sacred scripture applies to us in our own lives. It applies to us in our own hearts and, and we live it out in our own narratives And there may be prayers that we have prayed and we've asked our Lord to come into our lives or come into our families and redeem them. And sometimes we end up waiting a long time for those prayers to be answered. And it's the virtue of hope that allows us to persevere in waiting. And we have to be honest, we're not used to waiting anymore. We're just not used to waiting. Like when I want something new, I can go on Amazon and in two days it's delivered. And we're used to being, having answers to our questions right away. We live in a world where everything moves really fast. But oftentimes the way that our Lord answers our prayers involves a lot of waiting and persevering. And it requires that virtue of hope. And I can think of several married couples that I've worked with and who had been struggling in their marriages for a very, 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 very long time. Asking our Lord to help them. Asking our Lord to fix them. Nothing seemed to be working. And then after maybe 15 years or 20 years, 
our Lord showed up in their life in a really profound way, and the right help showed up in their life in a really profound way and transformed everything. And it was the answer to many years of prayer and many years of perseverance, many years of remaining faithful, And now they live transformed lives. Or sometimes people feel entrenched in particular sin and they might get to a point where they feel like it's never going to get any better and our Lord's never going to deliver them and that temptation to despair can set in. The temptation that my prayers aren't working, can set in. Or the temptation that is never going to get any better. And then in the midst of that person, <laughs> in the midst of that perseverance, Our Lord shows up and sends them the right people in the right ways, in the right times. And their hearts are transformed. And I think despair might be <clears throat> the primary temptation that we face in the modern world because we're not used to waiting. And we can start to believe that our Lord isn't real or our Lord's not showing up or Jesus answers everybody else's prayers, but he doesn't answer my prayers. And all of that is from the evil one. Because what we see revealed in scripture is that the Lord is faithful to his people and our Lord is faithful to his promises. And it might be many years of waiting before those moments of grace show up in our lives, but they show up. And so the candles that we bless and the candles that we burn are reminders that our Lord shows up. that he is faithful, and he often shows up in the normal, everyday events of our lives. He often shows up in just the normal practicing of the faith. He often shows up as he did on this feast day of the presentation where Mary and Joseph were simply going to fulfill the law. They were going to do what they were required to do according to their custom. And God used that <clears throat> to fulfill the hope of Simeon, to fulfill the hope of Anna. And it's oftentimes in our own fidelity to showing up at Mass on Sundays, our own fidelity to our daily prayer, our own fidelity to 
observing the feast days of the liturgical calendar. It's in those normal moments that our Lord shows up. And we come to encounter him in a new way. We come to realize that he is the fulfillment of our hope. That everything he did in scripture, he does for us in our own lives every day. And the hope that we carry allows us to look for him to show up every day. And our perseverance in prayer helps to dispose our hearts to be ready to receive him when he comes. And so <clears throat> today let us pray especially for the gift of perseverance, for an increase in the virtue of hope, that we may never despair, but always be looking for our Lord and waiting for his redemption in our own hearts, in our own families, our parish, and in the universal church. <clears throat>